Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Chandu, the magician. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The makers of White King Granulated Soap present for your enjoyment tonight and every weekday evening at this time, Chandu, the magician. Listen, and you will travel to strange lands. You will thrill to high adventure, romance, mystery. The magic of Cairo and Baghdad and the East, with their strange secrets and mysterious ways, will hold you spellbound. And just as you will like our story, so will you like the soap we make. White King Granulated Soap. It is so easy on hands that thousands and thousands of ladies say it's just like magic. There are many tales told on the radio, but only one Chandu. There are many soaps on your grocer's counters, but none like White King. You'll love White King granulated soap. And when you buy White King tomorrow, save the box top. And tell your friends to save White King box tops, too. Now, let the play begin. This is the story of Frank Chandler known in the secret places of the Far East as Chandu, and of his widowed sister, Dorothy Regent, living in Beverly Hills, California, with her son, Bob, and her daughter, Betty. It is twilight as our story begins. Dorothy Regent stands by the window, looking out into the darkening garden. Chandu, the magician. In the living room? In the dark? Didn't Uncle Frank come? Oh, he'll be here in a little while, Betty. I'll turn on some lights. Hey, what gives, Mom? You look kind of funny. Oh, well, you startled me slamming the door. That's all, Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. We were in a hurry to see Uncle Frank. Where is he? He was at the airport when he called. Oh. Mother, what's the matter with you? Look, you've torn your handkerchief all to pieces. What? So I have. What makes you so jittery? Is Uncle Frank trying to smuggle in a bunch of rubies from India? Oh, Bobby. When did Uncle Frank call you, Mother? He said his plane had just landed. He had to go through the customs, you know. Well, then what makes you think he'll be here in a few minutes? Oh, did I say that? Mother, you don't usually fall apart like this. Do you know where the airport is, Mom? Well, of course. In Burbank. Oh, no, it isn't. Not the one where Uncle Frank had to land. What? Well, it's way out in San Bernardino County. I checked on it from school this noon. All the planes from the Orient land there. But that's about 50 miles away. I know it is, Bess. Well, look, Mom. Sit down here and tell us what's the matter. Is it just because Uncle Frank makes you remember Daddy? Oh, gee, I, I didn't think of that. Is that it, Mom? No, no. Why should it be? We know how you feel, Mother. 
Even if we can't remember Daddy very well. Well, it, it's not that exactly. <laughs> I might have known I couldn't keep anything from you two. Keep what, Mother? Oh, I can't explain it. All day long, it seemed as if a storm were gathering. Right over this house. But it was a beautiful day. I know. But I've been going to the windows and even out in the garden, looking up, expecting... I don't know what. I, I couldn't seem to help it. Well, I don't see why Uncle Frank coming back would make you think of a storm. Well, I know there's no reason for it, Bob, but I... Mother, was Uncle Frank here when Daddy went away? Don't be a goop. You know he was in India, Betty. Wasn't he, Mom? Yes, he'd gone there from Egypt a year or so before that. Of course I wrote him when I got the news about your father. Didn't you ever hear anything about what really happened to him? To Daddy, I mean? No, dear. He just happened to sail for home on the Athenia. When it was sunk, well, all anyone knew was that he wasn't in any of the lifeboats. Oh, I wish I knew why I should have this premonition of... I wish of... Uncle Frank would get here. That's what I wish. Try not to think about it, Mother. Tell us about Uncle Frank. I can't even remember what he looks like. Oh, I can't either. How old is he, Mom? He's two years older than I am. He's tall, quite good-looking. Oh! And I imagine he must be pretty brown after so many years in India. Oh, he sounds marvelous. It'll sure be good to have another man around here. You know that? What do you mean, another man? What do you think I mean? Oh, now, you two. Betty, you better go up and change your dress before Uncle Frank comes. Okay. Gee, I hope he brought me a sari like East Indian women wear. And a veil. They make women look so mysterious. Uh, oh, you make me tired. Go on, Betty. All right. You can change too, Bob. Never mind, I'll answer. Hello? Yes? Oh, Frank. Where are you? <laughs> well, I can't help crying. I know there's no reason for it, but... I'm, I'm listening. But, but, but you can't possibly get here in less than an hour. The traffic is... Huh? Yes, I'll do it, but I... I can't see how. All right. Yes, I will, Frank. I can't wait to see you. What do you want, What do you say? Oh, he wants us to draw the curtains and lock all the doors and turn off the light. Why, for Pete's sake? What's wrong? Well, he didn't say. Maybe he's going to play some kind of a trick. Like he said he used to do when you were a kid. Oh, I hope not. Not today. Well, I told him I'd do as he said. I'll see about the back door. You do the curtains, Betty. I'll lock the front door. Okay. I hope Uncle Frank isn't going to turn out to be one of those chintzy characters that hands out trick dribble glasses. Wouldn't that be awful? I don't see why we have to turn the lights off. Well, maybe he didn't mean that. Hey, Mom, does he really want the lights off? Yes, he does, Bob. He said he'd be here in five minutes. Fifty miles in five minutes? Well, that's what he said. So let's just sit down and wait. This better be a very hot day. Yeah. Imagine if somebody dropped in and found us sitting around in the dark like a bunch of spook hunters. Oh, Betty. I'm sorry, Mother. I didn't mean it that way. Listen. What's that? Oh, it's weird, whatever it is. Hey, do you suppose Uncle Frank is really going to... Now you may turn on the light. Frank! Oh, Frank! Oh, you can't imagine how glad I am to see you. <laughs> Oh, my God.
Well, go on, Uncle Frank. Tell us some more about India. Well, let him get his breath, Bob. Estella will bring the coffee into the living room. Yes, come on, Uncle Frank. Well, do we have to get you a mat to sit on, like a yogi? <laughs> there are cigarettes in the blue box, Frank. Thanks, Dad. Mother looks a lot better since Uncle Frank came by. Yeah, I know it. What are you two plotting over there? Oh, nothing. Uncle Frank, do you know any of those fabulous Indian princes all weighted down with diamonds and rubies? Well, I've met one or two, Betty. Did you ever shoot a tiger? Well, I wasn't in India for sports, you know, Bob. Well, did you spend all the time learning to do things like getting into houses with the doors locked? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Aren't you two overdoing this a little? Well, he still hasn't told us how he got in here, Mom. Yes, how did you do it? I'm afraid you'd find it a little hard to understand, Betty. Well, if you won't tell us, do another trick for us, huh? Make a rope stand up alone, yes, or... or a rose bush grow right up in a flower pot. You know. Yes, I know. Those things are the stock and trade of every wandering park here in India. You just wait until my luggage comes. Gee, do oh, we do have a trick to now, wait? Huh? Come on, Uncle Frank. <laughs> oh, all right. Here's a little ivory box that was given me by an Egyptian sorceress. Oh, come now, Frank. It's true, Dot. Although she was more than that. I happened along one dark night... Time to save her life in Alexandria. She said the box had occult properties. Oh, what delicate carving. Can I see it, Uncle Frank? Well, how does it open? Just press on the front under the center of the lid. Oh, it's empty. Close the box again. And Betty, mm -hmm. you take it and hold it between your hands. Like this? Mm hmm. Now, Dorothy, you put your hands over hers. Why, Frank? You'll see. All right. Open the box. Oh, why, there's a ring inside now. Say, not bad, Uncle Frank. Take it out, Mother. Yes, now it's for you. Well, where was the ring before when we opened the box? <laughs> you wanted to see a trick, didn't you? Oh, but I don't. <laughs> the ring's real, Dot. Put it on. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you, Frank. I'm glad you like it. Oh, I do. How about another oh, trick, yes, Uncle Frank? No, no more of this tonight. Uncle Frank and I have all sorts of things to talk about. Oh, oh Mother. Frank... Did you come back from India on business? Not ordinary business, Dot. There is something I have to do, though. Tonight. Oh? Uh, Bob, bring me that black bag over there, will you? You bet, sure. I didn't see this thing before. Sure is heavy. What's in it? A crystal ball. Oh, thanks. I'll put it here on the coffee table. All right, pull up your chairs, all of you. You're not serious, Frank. Indeed I am. And I'll just turn off some of the lights. Again? Frank, I really don't like this. I've had the strangest feeling all day that something's going to happen. And what I... if it is a gag, Mother? Let's go along with it. It's no gag, Bob. All right, everybody. Look into the crystal. Look, Dot. Hey, there's that funny sound again. There's something in the crystal. It looks like clouds. It is clouds. Over a big lake. You're looking at Dal Lake in the Valley of Kashmir. In India? Honestly? Lotus flowers. What's that ahead of us there? A houseboat. And, and there's an old man sitting cross-legged on the deck. Who is it, Uncle Frank? Watch closely now. Oh, there's another man with his back to us, with a, a sun helmet on his head. Talking to the old man. Frank, it's you. The other man is you. My son. Listen, Dorothy. Listen. You came to tell me you are returning to America. Something tells me.
tells me I should go back, my teacher. You do well to heed the inner voice. Sit here beside me and look. Tell me what you see. Hey, he's got a crystal ball just like this one. And Uncle Frank's looking into it. What did you see, Uncle Frank? I saw this house. And you. All of you. You did? But why did you jump up like that? My son. Wait, Dot. I want you to hear this. Not fear for those you love. Have I not given you the three secrets? Yes, my teacher. I know them now. They should be enough. But now I give you the most precious gift. The emerald casket of the three times three. But it is yours, my teacher. I need it no longer. I am going to a higher place. And remember, there is danger in all knowledge, but in fear is the greatest peril. I know. Still, I hesitate to take the emerald. It is written that you have taken it. For countless ages it has been written, my son. Guard the secrets well. I will. And use them only for good. I'm sorry to say goodbye to you, my teacher. There is no goodbye, my son. Yet there's a shadow across the water. And a icy wind. Yes, there is, son. I feel it too. Hey, Mom, you're here, not over in India. Oh, I don't huh? care what you say. I feel a cold wind on the back of my neck. What does it mean, Frank? What does it mean? <laughs> before we say good evening, to suggest that you and your family listen to Chandu every weekday evening at this time. Travel with us to strange places and faraway lands, into the mystery and intrigue of Egypt and the Near East. And, of course, we'd like to have you use the soap we make. White King granulated soap. You'll love White King. Anything that can be washed may be washed with White King. With safety to fabrics and colors, kindness to your hands, the only hands you'll ever have. So on your radio, remember Chandu, the magician, every weekday evening at this time. And at your grocer's, remember White King granulated soap. No other soap is like it. You'll say no other soap has ever done your work so well. Good night. Chandu the Magician is based on the original radio drama created by Harry A. Earnshaw and is written by Vera Oldham. The program is produced and directed by Cyril Armbruster. Your announcer is Howard Culver. The makers of White King invite you to listen tomorrow at this time when the story resumes. Chandu the Magician. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.